Hello, my name is Vincent, and today I am going to be interviewing a person that is my grandma, and her name is Blanche Trujillo. Hello, um, I'm here with my uh, interviewee my grandma and uh, today I'm going to be asking her uh, what has she been doing to keep her busy during this coronavirus epidemic hello my name is Blanche and I am Vincent's grandmother during this coronavirus quarantine I've been doing a couple things to keep myself busy Um, one of them is gardening I've tried gardening vegetables from seeds. I also have fruit trees so I've been able to spend time tending to my fruit trees, pruning and prepping them and getting them ready. Another thing I have done is a little sewing project. I also am embroidering, doing that um, to keep busy and um, trying not to sit in front of the TV too much, which I normally don't do because I do work. But since there's not much to do and when we've been having some cool, windy days, I get stuck on the couch and I don't like that part. But I'm trying to cope. Thank you. question that I will be asking her is how this coronavirus epidemic has impacted her life socially and emotionally and mentally. Well this coronavirus really has impacted my life. Uh, Socially I'm unable to really get together with friends which I really enjoyed previously. I would meet with a friend for breakfast before church, which I can't do anymore. Um, I also work at a school, so I've come to enjoy the spring break um, getaways and uh, going out for road trips or travel, which I cannot do. Also, um, visiting family members. I have a sister who her son is battling brain cancer and I used to like to go at least once a week spend time to help her social not socially but emotionally uh, cope and give her support and I can't do that so it really has impacted me in that way one thing that keeps me going is church I'm still able to go to church on Sundays we have a parking lot church service where everyone stays in their car and the um, pastor and worship group uh, stand outside the church building with their um, music equipment and they do worship songs and play music and that's very uplifting for me and really helps me get through my week Um, so that's 
emotionally it's it's just been kind of hard i'm trying to do more of uh, facebook and texting which i normally didn't do a whole lot of just to keep in contact with uh, friends and check on them and see how they're doing so that's more the harder part um but um just trying to make it work So as you can see from the point of view of my grandma that this has affected her really socially and uh, it might affect others emotionally because now certain people don't have the um, the emotional support that they used to from family and friends because now family and friends can't come over and some people might give some really dark thoughts and this is what I've been trying to look into because I know like certain family and my friends they are uh not i wouldn't say depressed but like sadder than usual I'm like i know like i'm not real sad it's just like i look like it but this is what i've been trying to look into for like even before the coronavirus even started and i'm just trying to conduct theories on what is happening and how we can solve this while the coronavirus is uh still going on but I hear it's going to end soon. I wouldn't say too soon, but not too far. Like, maybe 2021. And, um, yeah. So that's all that I have for today. Hey, this is Vincent again. I'm sorry that those other two podcasts were, like, kind of boring. But today I'm going to be going over the stimulus check and how people are going to spend it and um other ways it's like putting back money into the economy to help better the economy i'm going to be interviewing uh, a different grandma this time and my grandpa and I'm going to be asking them how the stimulus check is helping to better the economy, how they're going to planning on spending it, and if there's going to be a second and third stimulus check. Hello, I'm with my first interviewee, and her name is Sharon, and I'm going to be asking her how she's planning on spending the stimulus check. So how do you planning on spending the stimulus check? I plan on helping the economy by going shopping and helping the small businesses by eating at the small restaurants. So if she does get um, a stimulus check, and I'm going to be asking her where she's going to spend it. And this is my grandma, Shirley. Ready? Oh, well, I'm going to go to Penny's. That's for sure. And I and there's some things I need for uh, the house. I'm going to look at a TV. My TV is getting old. And that would take care of a, of a check. And I hope I get one. Hello, I'm here with my third interviewee. And his name is Steve and he is my grandpa. 
and so today I'm going to be asking him where he is going to spend his stimulus check. I got my my first stimulus check and I made my mortgage payment. Hello, this is Vincent, and as everyone knows that I've been um, like seeing the effects of the coronavirus on people, what they've been doing in the free time and the stimulus checks and I've been covering various um, subjects about the coronavirus and today I'm going to be talking about the coronavirus drug remittance I don't know how to say that last word correctly but I think that's how you say it and so what I've been watching uh, the videos on it it sounds like this could be a possible cure for the coronavirus because it acts like a cap and like so you know how on RNA it has like the four uh, nucleic acids and so the drug remdesivir acts like a nucleic acid but instead of going on top of the RNA it goes right in the middle to act like a cap on a regular RNA and so basically all viruses are like basically RNA but this one is special because it um, actually makes more RNA with and it multiplies the increase of the coronavirus with every cell that it gets. So the more cells it has, the more uh, it multiplies, uh, increasing the value of uh, the coronavirus strands, RNA strands. But right now, the drug remenosphere is still experimental. I mean, it's been passed out over... Um, there is currently around... Nine forty thousand um, uh, donations from the federal government for the uh, COVID nineteen ther therapy remdesivir, and so I mean this could be a possible cure. It cannot. It might just help us recover faster. It might help kill us. I don't know. Yeah, it's still experimental, and it's currently being used in North and South Carolina. And um, I think North and South Carolina are the most, um, the most, uh, what's it called, the most affected because they haven't been following the quarantine and all that. They've been, I think they barely just started following the quarantine uh, guidelines and everything. And so how the coronavirus multiplies is with a, a special cell called polymerase, which creates RNA. And um, so that's how it multiplies and makes more of the uh, four nucleic acids to multiply. And I am going to be interviewing my mom and see if she would consider trying this drug administrator if she would um, catch the coronavirus. So also with the drug administrator, it increases... Um, the recovery rate and it makes the recovery faster and more effective and um, I know some people say that they have psychological effects from the coronavirus but I think that's just um, like their aspect of it but they might have just had the psychological effects before and it just recently came out because they I don't know they just wanted to blame something for their um, mistakes the only thing about the drug remenosphere is that it's still experimental, but it is being given out because of the coronavirus and the way it spreads. It does work, 
but it's experimental. And that's what many people don't understand about the drug minister. And I just think it's crazy that we already have a cure and uh, no one's really using it. And these uh, quarantine restrictions have not been lifted yet.